So today I actually, I want to talk about a simple question. Um, some may call it simple. What would happen if we all listened to what God is asking of us? All of us in this room listen to what God is asking for us, because I'm sure it's definitely different, every single person in this room. It's probably a little bit different. So the story about that is when I was 19, I, was, I started going to this church on Monday night because there's this girl there that I liked, my wife. And they were talking about listening to God and asking God to guide us and lead us into helping others and just simply ask, what do you want to say to me today? So I tried doing that that night and the next day. And then I just, um, uh, the, the time hit, okay? Yes, it's going to be amazing. I just got done working at my first job, Marco's delivery driver. It was fun. And I had my son, and I was walking out in the parking lot. And this, all of a sudden, the urge that I've never felt before said, get another sub from Subway. I just, I just, I have a sub. I'm, I'm not going to need two subs. It's kind of silly. And so I was going back and forth in between the parking lot, which is a bad place to make a decision. So do not recommend that. So as I was going back and forth, five minutes, I'm like, all right, people are going to look at me silly. I'm going to go home. My mom's not going to be home tonight. She's going directly from college to, to school or from school to college, whatever the one. I, this is silly. So I go home, I'm getting all relaxed, I'm getting ready to play my games, and my mom comes in. Hey, mom, what are you doing home? She's like, oh, I'm looking for food. Oh. Oops. Guess I didn't really listen to that one. Now, unlike myself, Naaman does it, but he had a hard time getting there. He had a really hard time listening to God. As the story was, Naaman was a commander of uh, the king of Aram. He was highly regarded because through him the Lord had given victory to Aram. Now, Naaman's wife said, hey, if only my master knew about this prophet. Um, he lives in Samaria. He would be able to cure him of his leprosy. And Naaman heard this. He goes up to his master and he says, hey, can I please go over to the king of Israel and ask him permission? I'd like to be cured of my leprosy, please. And his master says, you, you are great. You're highly regarded. Let's do this. Let's, let's take it. Let's take 10 talents of silver. That's 750 pounds. I don't know how they carried it that far. Um, 6,000 shekels which is, of gold, which is, again, 100, about 150 pounds. So the other one was 750, sorry. And he sent them a letter, and by the time he got to the king, now the king of Israel was probably threatened. This guy Naaman, he's well known, he's well known for taking over things. So he's thinking, this is a trap. No, I'm not going to help you. Why, why would you, why do I need to help you? What's in it for me? What's good? I, this is a trap. It, it, it's, it's a trick. Now, the next part of that story goes straight to Elisha. Um, hearing about this. So my thought process reading that verse initially was, can you imagine how awkward that was? I walked all this way, I, gave you, I brought all this stuff for you, and you're just going to deny me, and then Naaman just gets shut down immediately. So he's just sitting there in that awkward pause in between, like, I, I really don't know what to do. And so Elisha, Elisha finally hears of this and says, what? Why did you rip your clothes? Why did you deny him? He's, he's seeking, he's asking for God's help. Send him to me. 
And so Naaman finally does. He goes to the front. He doesn't even see Elisha. And he sees one of his servants that just says, hey, go wash yourself in the river seven times. In the river Jordan, you'll be fine. That's all you need to do. Now, Naaman was expecting this grand gesture. He was probably expecting to at least see Elisha. And he was probably expecting him to lay his hands over him and pray. And it would be, it would be, it would be easy. It would be that simple. And he was so angry because he came. And on top of that, he, he thought, he's like, isn't the river of Damascus back where I'm from better than the river of Jordan? It's like stating expecting Starbucks and getting Burger King coffee. I have never tried it, but here is probably the worst coffee in any fast food place, so I do not recommend it. So it's, it's interesting to me that he goes and does it. He, his servants finally convince him, listen, we already went this far. Just try. Just, just try and do it. it. It's not that hard. God's just asking of you to, to just wash yourself seven times. So he washes himself. And he was immediately cured. What would have happened if he didn't listen? I don't know if he would have ever been cured. What would happen if we all did what God asked of us? See, it's kind of piggybacking, just like in Luke, when Jesus sent out seven, 70 people to spread the word, and each and every single person came back with good news. So I can only imagine that he went to that, and he didn't make it. Here are the list of instructions, the step-by-step-by-step instructions of what to do once you get there. He said, hey, go spread the gospel, spread the good word, spread my love, spread it. Just go. And they all came back with good news. So I would imagine they have at least reached one person each. So 70 times 2, my basic math skills, 140. At least 140 people were reached. So what would happen if all of us did what God asked us to do? So my challenge to you this week is to just go and just ask at least once a day, God, what can I do for you? Please allow me to do it. Because God and Jesus is the waiting. All we have to do is open the door. And I know we don't have to open the door and just peek in. We have to fully step in and accept what he's asking us to do. Even if it's as simple as getting a sub from Subway. It could, be, it could be as simple as someone else telling you to do something. You're on the fence of what to do, and someone's like, hey, you should do this. Okay, maybe I should. Instead of completely disregarding it, thinking through that, asking God, is this what you want me to do? I wonder what would happen if that goal, that question... And we all practice it every single day. So now what I'd like to do, what I'd like us just to pray so we can all have that courage and have that um, allow, uh, to allow God into our hearts so we can answer and we can follow what he's asking us to do. Let's pray. God, as you move in the lives of Elijah and Elisha, would you move in our lives? Invite us to journey into the unknown territory, to listen for your voice, and to speak your prophetic word in a world that does not want to hear. Empower us by, the, by your spirit 
Grant us the courage we need to accept your invitation.